Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. Maybe like the second one might jog my memory, but 
after a while, man, you just stopped because, you know, once once it got to like the 90s, early 2000s, all that stuff started getting real corny. But I'm asking y'all because, yo, in 2021, nobody is safe. Mike Myers is taking heat for, wait for, for it. What? For what? For being homophobic. I didn't see the movie. I just read some articles. You can't articles. be a homophobic killer. Listen, listen. Apparently, can't be. apparently and, and if anybody saw it, and if anybody knows more about this, y'all can call in and, and correct us. But from what I read, Michael Myers killed a gay couple in the movie. So now the, the, the community is upset with Michael Myers and the, the makers of Halloween. No. Like, you really going to do that? Like, Michael Myers has, has undiscriminately killed whoever's been in his way for the past 45 years. Yo. And yo, he yo, kills one yo. gay couple. Yo, Jimmy. And, yo, Jimmy, watch on. how I get him, though. Dad, watch how I get him. Go ahead, finish, because I'm... I'm gonna get to how he's been racist for years. I'm, I'm, All harm hey. he's been racist for years. I'm, I'm, <laughs> go ahead and get him. I'm done, man. I ain't got nothing. Now everyone to knows. This, everyone knows. Even the old commentator that said black men have these unusually large thighs due to you know slavery and all of that and eugenics. But everyone knows that our people has been blessed with certain levels of athleticism and speed. So why is it always the black character that can't get away from the monster, can't get away from the killer? We've been getting killed in these movies first for years. You will never see a brother make it out of a horror movie alive. We get killed first. And I don't care. It could be the most dieselist, (laughs) athletic-looking, six-pack-having, willy-swinging brother, and he's going to get killed one through three. He's going to be either the first character, the second character, or the third. I promise you, he's not going to survive, let alone be the one that beats the mom. We get killed all the time. So, because, you know, though, like they, they're, they're trying to say in these horror movies, the homo, trying to say we, the homo say, community can go eat, yo, a, eat a will, and they probably yo, want to. The thoughts of B. Austin are hey, the thoughts yes. of Mike Myers. Austin, not the war room in general. Listen, um, I lost my train of thought after that one, man. I think I was going to say something along the lines of, I think they're just trying to say in these horror movies that, you know, black dudes can't read a defense. And, you know, you don't know what the situation is hitting for. And they always get. That's get, true. That kind of hurts. That kind of hurts. <laughs> but truth hurts. <laughs> Yo, he's stupid. All right. So uh, let's move on because be awesome about to be under fire right along with Mike Myers. But before we get started, Got to remind y'all, like we do every week, man, whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archived episodes of the show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. That's either on our own website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode, man. Um, you, you can hear shows like our show, of course, The War Room. Uh, you can hear Tissue in the Tape with uh, Davis Backwards and Phil Matic 365. If you're a hip-hop head, man, shout out to those guys. Um, I actually chopped it up with them the other day. So, you know, look for that next episode to drop because your boy will be on on that episode talking his ish. Uh, After further review with the mayor, 
the Broad Street line with Roy and Chris. Shout out to them, especially if you're diehard Philadelphia fans. Um, John Appetit, if you're into eating, if you call yourself a foodie, that's the show for you. And On the Couch with the Wilsons, if you call yourself a movie buff, a TV buff, a streaming buff, whatever it is, you got to check out the Wilsons because they watch everything so you don't have to. Um, and we might have some new programming coming to the show as well. So, I mean, to the network as well. So look out for that. All right. So look, man, let's get into these hot topics, fellas. Uh, and hot topics are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. And if you still haven't checked them out, either you don't listen to the show or you're just not respecting what we're saying because we're trying to help you out here. It's time to place a bet. Lay down some bread on the biggest games in sports. Right now, you can bet on the World Series, which is tied up at one game apiece. Um, you can do that with, with us and thousands of other online players placing our bets at mybookie.ag. There's no excuses when you win. You get paid. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game begins. The games, excuse me, begin. Join now on MyBookie. You'll match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. So to do that... When you go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today, play, win, and get your money. That's all there is to it. Um, So like I just said, man, the World Series, the Astros and the Braves are tied at one game apiece. And, and Jimmy, you know, know, most of the country is up in arms because everybody's like an Astro hater now because of the – quote-unquote scandal and the stealing of the signs and the cheating and all of that stuff that went right, down during their, last, right, during their last World Series run. But look, they're back in the World Series for like the 95th time in the last five years. So they're doing something right. And everybody that's complaining and them supposedly getting caught, they didn't get their title snatched from them. So it is what it is. Like, I'd be willing to do it again if you, if the consequences are – you're going to get a slap on the wrist, a fine, and you still get to keep <laughs> your, your, your trophy. So uh, shout out to them. Any quick thoughts from you guys? This just picks my Astros, Braves, tied 1-1, one, one, so it's basically 0-0. Zero, zero. Who's going to win this series? Which team did Manny play for? Um, I'm going <laughs> – I'm going to go ahead and just say I'm in Atlanta, so I guess the Braves. Oh, you know okay. me, I have no intellectual value in this conversation. Yeah, yeah um, I ain't no baseball season started. <laughs> Jimmy say that every time we bring baseball. I remember Jimmy was a baseball head, man. I don't, I don't know what happened to the brother. Yeah, I mean he's probably like, like me. Baseball. I mean we finally saw the Phillies win one, so who cares now? <laughs> we grew up through yeah, all man. the misery. Ba- basically, y'all would have been proud. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess y'all didn't really, y'all didn't really pay attention, but during that run. I actually learned a lot about baseball. Like, I knew what I was talking about. I just Dude, for the Phillies. You didn't have a I choice. I mean, we weren't, we weren't on the air yet at the time when they won, but you didn't have a choice because that's all we were talking about at the time. Nothing else in Philly was worth I mean, talking I, about. The internet <laughs> um, makes it difficult to like any damn sport, yo. I hate yo. Man. Yo, that's real talk, man. <laughs> the internet, the yeah. internet finally beat, uh, it finally beat Dev, man. Yeah, you know, it's all down, man. I always come here to talk to y'all, man. Like the internet make it hard to like any of these sports, man. I love hoops, 
I love hoops. You know what I'm saying? I, Always I will. All day long. Yeah, so I think that's the last. Like, I mean, I like football too, but you know, hoops is. I like, mean, you you love but, uh, hoops. You love football. I mean, but you love the purity you, of it. You still hate people. So I mean, that's true too. That's true too. That's true too. I can't even relate to my own town sports fan. Like, it, it, nah, when people find out I'm a Philadelphia sports fan, they automatically assume, oh, you. No, I don't like them motherfuckers either. Right. I, I mean, we, I mean, tell, I this story really like on, we tell this story on air all the time. Uh, both myself and B. Austin a few years back were both kicked out of a, an Eagles Facebook group because. God forbid you you bring the voice of reason to a bunch of homers. See, but that's the kind of stuff that made us realize because B. Austin and I have lived the past two decades of our life in the Washington, D.C. area, so we didn't know that it even got close to Washington fans, let alone, you know, at times worse. But, you know, as, as I've learned throughout this whole process, like wherever you are, you know what I'm saying, the You're fans of that particular – like, fans are all the same. You know what I'm saying? I once yeah, tried to are. hold our fans to a higher standard, like being knowledgeable and stuff like that. And and every fan base has its knowledgeable, objective fans, but I think that the, the former outweighs the latter the by a country mile. <laughs> now, Plus, even even the Cowboys, if you if you go to to Dallas and you're talking to actual Cowboy fans, not people who's just adopted the team and never been to the state of Texas before, like you you hear some you know semblance of intelligence there. It's the it's I'm telling you, it's mostly the Cowboy fans who are from out of town and have no foothold in that area who are the weirdest, and I think like. I'm going to insult a lot of people with this, and a lot of my homies. But, you know, Cowboy fans, especially Cowboy fans not from the Cowboy fans, are the corniest bunch of sports fans that you will ever meet in your life. And, you know, just everything they do is just corny. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. shout out to them. I mean, they got all I don't know what to say that they are the corniest, but what I will say is this, man. Even football itself is difficult to watch. Yo, they can't even hit each other no more, yo. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yo, yo, you can't hit. Yeah, you can't. Not, not the allowed to give each other CTE like, at our expense anymore. Yeah, man, you got to let, like, let, like, let me ask you Let me get your opinions on, on something to Jimmy. To Jimmy, get off my lawn because these dudes. By the way, I got the Astros in this. You know. Oh my bad. Because these dudes are no longer are no longer playing football and we don't really know what they're doing, but they're just out there with pads. So is a top defensive back in today's game a little better than a top defensive back in yesteryear? Because he might have like when be. we think about who we would consider good, like Ty Law, Ty Law yeah. would go to jail for what he did playing. Court. Yeah. 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 They might have to be because you cannot touch anybody. You can't I think the, do anything. I think the worst call in professional sports lies on that side of the ball, the, you know, the defensive holding or um, illegal contact, which gives you five yards, but it also gives you a first down. Like, a that doesn't down. make sense unless you need it four or five yards to get a first down. Like, why is that an automatic first down? It's like you're trying to give the offense every benefit 
that they that they possibly can. And scoring still isn't like on some amazing pace, in my opinion. I mean, I, I guess that's because these receivers ain't shit either. <laughs> that that could some of these be dudes, yeah. true as well. Yo, like they're not allowed to touch. They're not allowed. Basically. You you remember you you know how I feel about the safety position, right? So I had some experience there. I I literally don't like box safeties, but now it's almost like safety is just the extra corner because it's not like you can hit and lay the lay the lumber on it. It's like yo, the game is just I don't know. Get off get off my lawn. Get off, get off my lawn. Like, no, but it's true though. Like you can't hit you can't hit people on like you know what I mean? So like, you know, um that's why I, basketball is I still like I said, football's still entertaining, but basketball is uh, I'll show I'll show you a stat that'll make you hate basketball too. I'll show you a uh, shot chart. I mean there's there's a, a lot of chart. stats. There's a, there's a lot of stats that that, you know, puzzling about basketball. It's just I don't know. I I'm pretty sure it's just it's the sport we've all played the most in our lives, so the love like it, it yeah, can question. never just fully go away. But I, you know, I will complain. But you know, y'all know that. I will. Even the drawing that three, but here's the thing though: even the drawing that three point shots have a certain level of excitement too, especially when you see cats like like Clay and Steph, like when they start going dumb and start just like knocking stuff down. There's a level it of does. excitement. It does. It, it, it does. But I'm not then gonna lie. With teams, but you know what? There's a level of comedy. That's good. No, I'm not saying that's a that's a good point. But, but those are the guys that you want to see do that. But Next the problem is you want them. Every Joe Schmo Russell, is pulling silly three pointers now. Every Joe Schmo. No, but dudes, you don't even but, know their names. Like damn, you too. But there's a certain level of entertainment to that too. Like when they be drawing, and you like, yeah, you know damn well you shouldn't be out there. You six foot seven, and and you you three hundred pounds. And you don't nobody know who you like, are. It's, it's, you know, it's hilarious. Like. I mean, but it's like a certain level of excitement. Like I said, Steph, and, and then when you see, like, you know, um, Dane start pulling up from half court, like, you know, it's it's a certain level of excitement with the 3-2. So, um, yeah, I know me, though. It's, it's not I, a, it's not a, I sit, that's sit down to watch like a lot of football. hoops, and I end up turning my attention from it a whole lot. It's just, it's like, it's, to me, the prospect of watching a night of hoops is more exciting than actually watching a night of hoops. Because I do it every yeah, night. I mean, well, every night I got to Every night I'm not, you know, playing chauffeur to, to the young bull. I'm his flunky and all that. But so whenever I get a chance, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch hoops all evening. And then 10 minutes later, I'm watching the show because, yo, I can't take it. Sometimes. I mean, but that's also <laughs> part of it, too. I, I mean, because at this point, you know, there are just so there's much entertainment out there. Like, we're in a, there's <laughs> always something else to watch, right? It's a golden age of TV. Like, I literally – um, got like BET Plus. I was telling you a couple weeks ago, like you do a trial to watch one thing. Next thing I know, I'm I'm watching damn everything on the app. Like it's just <laughs> too much entertainment out there. I got the Wu Tang show, which I love. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching BMF. I'm watching, you know, all fifty shows. So it's like it's, it's extra stuff to watch. Like I know, you think about how far we come. Every everything you name, I watch in the daytime. So <laughs> like. <laughs> I should be able to no. sit and watch live hoops, but I, it's hard sometimes, man. It's, it really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I got you. I got you. Like, I mean, what up, though? BMO but I, uh, but y'all know, I know. <laughs> I'm capping. <laughs> but um, 
let's let's talk about the quote of the week real quick. Back to uh, football and and back to you know the point that Jimmy brought up. Like people on the internet, social media just makes you hate sports. Back quote of the week. Quote: Pat Mahomes, the most overrated player in NFL history. And that's a quote. It did have a question mark on the end, but the fact that they even implied it. Um, that's a quote from a, a site called Highly Debatable Sports. Um, Yo, may they overrated, die. Overrated. Pat Mahomes has struggled for like two weeks of his NFL career, and they're Ever. already questioning if he's the most overpaid, Yo. overrated quarterback or player that we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Um, anybody – Want to take a stab at that? And is, is there any validity yeah. to that? Is he overrated? Have they figured no. him out, or are the Chiefs just going no. through huh. No, he no, they haven't figured him out. No, no, no. He's had two bad games. He's had two bad games. Like yo, this uh, this culture of immediacy it, it it really kills me. Like it really that bothers me even more than just the hot take media. But just the whole flip flop, like it, to, on on another extent, James Harden is going through the same thing, and we are we all know that you know as basketball aficionados, we have our own bones to pick with his game, like you know, and criticism. But the dude is 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 a great. Like I may not want to watch him, but he's a great. So he struggles for four yeah. four games, and I mean, we talked about the already. top seventy five list last week, B, when you weren't here. But as much as we've stung James Harden over the years. None of us here on the show or in the chat groups or anybody we talk to like it ain't, nobody it ain't had seventy five players better than it, him. Right, it, it, it ain't. his name never even came up because there was no reason for it to come up. Like some names came up, yeah. like yeah, you sure he's supposed to be on there? But James Harden yeah, like, never no, like came up. No matter Patrick what we think Mahomes, of. Patrick Mahomes is struggling from two things. Their defense Yo. Woo! To me, when I their watch them play, though, is something when I watch terrible. Play, their defense <laughs> is is definitely uh, terrible. But their biggest struggle, and it started last year, they can't is their run offensive the ball. line. They well, have yeah, no that's offensive too. line. So, so it's three. No, it's three. It's three things. Defense is terrible. And they that's can't run the ball. Like. They can't run the rock, and their offensive line is patchwork. So now, Patrick but I Mahomes think the reason they the from, reason they can't run the rock is because of the offensive line. Even when they switch running back, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's like, yo, when they hand the ball off, like I watch like Edwards Hilaire play, and I've never seen Edwards Hilaire have a clean uh, hole to run to. Like as soon as he gets the ball, he's running for his life. Like their offensive line is yeah. putrid. But at so, the same so time, the whole clean holes they got they got Hilaire running up in them dirty. But <clears throat> I mean, yeah. you got him running up yo. in the gonorrhea. <laughs> I find the, 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 the thing that made this quote interesting to me is, like, it was just a matter of two years ago, people were talking about where would he rank all time, and they were putting him up there with Marino and Elway and, like, right. the guys at that level. They were they – were, there's a clip. There's a clip of, of Colin Cowherd when they won their first bowl talking about, I could see him running off next seven. I'm like, yo. <laughs> see, and, and therein lies the problem because it's the same people who can't wait to prop you up, to rip you down from can't the pedestal that they down. put you on. That they put you on. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yo, so it's like it's funny, man. Like to see this boy, like I mean, but this is all part of this is all part of the game, though, man. You see it. That also shows how great of a player he is, right? Because if somebody yes. says, like, I don't know, Tobias slanders the ball all the time, but somebody says, well, Baker Mayfield's the most overrated and over, like none of us will care. But the fact that this is, you know, even the debate shows his greatness, right? Because if he was that, it wouldn't have to be stated. You know what I mean? Like, the reason yeah. the Bulls said yeah. this is because, me, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like giving them props. This is, this, is, this, is a teachable, this is a teachable moment, too. So for our listeners, if you got some young QBs or some young football fans, it's a te- teachable moment. So there's, what, 60 to 80, call it 60 to 80 offensive plays in an NFL game, right? 60 to 80. The greats, the all-time great QBs, I would say, and correct me, this is a Poma stat, I would say that they probably make 10% of those plays are great. Like these are these 10%. So if you have 60 plays, it's six out of those 60. If you have 90 plays, maybe it's eight or nine out of those 90 that you're like, oh, my God, only him and a handful of other people can make that throw or can evade that pressure in the pocket, spin around, and make that throw, right? But the other 90% of those plays are typically mundane plays that we would probably criticize them and call them check down Charlies. Mahomes, Andrew Luck, uh, Ben Roethlisberger a decade ago, and Carson Wentz are the type of guys that try and increase that 10% to somewhere around 20% or 25% because they feel the pressure of having to make a play every single time they take a snap and have to throw the ball. So the, what we're seeing is a, is a higher level of error because he's a risk taker and he's trying to make the play <laughs> one out of four times instead of one out of ten times. He'd be doing That's too much, man. Like, so, but, but you be know doing That's an excellent much. point. It's, a, it's an excellent point you made, though, because it made me think about a lot of things when you just said that, right? Um, I never I never broke it down that way. That was very uh, very good work there, B. Austin. Um, you know, I, I slang I slang to you when you say crazy, so I gotta give you props when you say profound things. But I never thought I never about said anything that crazy. Way. Yeah, <laughs> that is nice. Yo, um, no, I, no. I don't know though, but but you know what I'm saying. Um, but the fact is, I never thought my about man, the fact my man makes like, two or three good throws, and y'all, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> don't, yo, you might, can't I go I down this rabbit hole. Yo, yo, stop trying to start. I'm gonna leave it alone, man. Listen, but here's what you said though. There's only seventy or eighty plays, right? So. I never thought about it that way, right? So when you look at it that way, I mean, it's some of the baseball, right? If you hit three, you you only hit base three out of ten times. Right. You know what You're I mean? The best and sometimes in the folks, do, yeah, yeah, but sometimes folks do too. That's a that's actually a a metaphor for life. Like you don't have to be perfect, but you know, just you know, thirty percent of the time. If you do okay, you'll be all right in life, man. I mean, I got to get my Baptist preachers on, man. Yeah, that's watch, right watch there, this. Man. Y'all man, y'all man, Tom Brady, who I hate but I acknowledge as the goat. He went to Bruce Arians and said, "Yo, take this Jameis offense out, where I got to throw the ball twenty, thirty, forty yards down the field every time we throw, and let me get my check down, Charlie, on man." Everyone knows I showed in the world that at forty-four I can still push the ball down the field, but guess what? For most of these throwing plays, man. 
let me throw the ball five yards, six yards, seven yards. Like, it, it, we see the 40 yards on a rope, and that's what's put on ESPN. So that's what we judge and gauge great quarterbacking by. And Mahomes is able to do some amazing things. But the majority of a quarterback's job is just managing the game and getting the ball to the playmakers so they make the plays. And Mahomes is feeling that pressure just like John, Carson Wentz was and Andrew Luck playing on bad teams and their great quarterback. Damn, I got to do it all myself every play. And I can't let this defense back out on the field because they are garbage. That's crazy, I too. To hit the home run. Because, you know, dude definitely makes his share of mistakes trying to be Superman. But this season so far, there's been a lot of those, you know, passes bouncing off his receiver's hands and getting intercepted type deals going on. Um, but, hey, I mean, heavy, heavy is the crown. This is this is. I, I got one for you. Did we, did we anoint the, uh, the fastball? They could be calling Cheetah. Tyreek, did we anoint him as a proper number one a little fast, a little early? I never know him. I, I mean, Tariq is is nice for what he is, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I find it funny. Like when, yo, when there's a lot of other weapons on the like, field, so it's hard to stop one. Tariq. You know what I'm saying? It's hard yeah, to stop Kelsey, when there's a lot of other weapons on the field. Kelsey is at number one, but the, yo, the Chiefs might be the first team in NFL history that I've seen people complain they don't have the proper number two receiver. Like <laughs> I've never seen anyone complain about a number two receiver before in my entire life. Like who cares? Hey. Was the, like, hey, you, you need you need something nice out there when the number one is getting too much attention. You need somebody that can step up, man. You don't need an Agalor. I mean, your number one is your number one is Kelsey, man. <laughs> their problem has nothing to do with it. Their problem is their O line, dog. Because the ball, the quarterback is running for his life. They can't run the ball. Their problem is all up front, and they have injuries. Not to add to the fact that the dudes that was already trash on the line, their backups are in. So imagine how so, trash they are when they, 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 the starters they got, no. got the backup in. So, B, you said something interesting recently, um, interesting and surprising, you know, for you, in my opinion, at least. Um, you were talking I about said that, I said that, Patrick uh, Mahomes versus I said, Lamar Jackson, not now, but in the future. Mm-hmm. You said you believe that mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, I don't even know if you said will be. I think you were a little adamant with the will be, but I'm pretty sure you, you know, I, I know you. So I'm going to just phrase it as I, I think could I be, saying, can be. be. Yeah, I'm going to say can be, could be better than Patrick Mahomes in the long run. He said will be. Like, explain that. Because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know how people feel. When you said it, like, three, four weeks ago, you know, everybody was all, oh, man, you crazy. You you, you know, that's that ish in your bloodstream. Like, that, that's how it was taken by a lot of people. I, I watched them bombard your, your posts with that, with that kind of stuff. I mean, they're probably saying something a little different now since they're acting like dude is the most overrated thing we've ever seen. But what's your thinking on that? Because I don't, I don't necessarily agree, but I don't think you're crazy for saying it because I happen to think Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is a little more than, you know, what we saw with, say, a Mike Vick. Yo. The people that he's compared to, I think Lamar Jackson is a little bit more yeah. than that. So what I was your thinking behind despite, that? Because I was surprised. I think that they're just – Despite the way that he wears his hair, I think that Lamar Jackson is very intelligent and very competitive as a player. 
and I think he has a super huge chip on his shoulder. He's not prideful to the level of an RG knee. His old, his old backup, RG knee, went out there and refused to use his God-given talents because he wanted to prove to the white man that he could be a pocket passer too. <laughs> Lamar, I think, has all of the abilities to be a great pocket passer but was never taught or trained that way and will gradually grow his way into a balanced run-pass threat that isn't always dependent on his legs. Now, granted, part of what I'm saying is I I see him making throws with each season that I'm a little bit more impressed with. Now, they still put seven and eight in the box. So they're letting him – he's not throwing so, so you, all the so you time see into the really tight windows. But I think I at the see same the time, he has to want to do that. He has to want to do that. But I also think – like I'm here – I never admitted – I never admitted this, but I kind of was a lightweight Michael Vick fan. But you that. know me and my – the way that I look at sports and football, I'm never going to say that he wasn't, he wasn't butt cheeks. I just enjoyed the fact that he was so fast and athletic. It was enjoyable to see. But Mike yeah, I mean, it's exciting. That, that was the allure no, Mike of Mike Vick. Mike but then when you Mike break Vick, it down, I mean, let's, let's, passer let's, for passer. Let's, you know what I mean? let's keep it a buck. Man, we was all shocked at his comment because B. Austin hates black quarterbacks. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Other than Jameis. No, According it's not to Rob. that I hate. According to Rob from Cali, B. Austin, he hates him. I, it's so not that I hate us. think B. Austin hates black quarterbacks. It's the result. It's the result of the way they're taught to play quarterback, and then I feel like none of them have the desire once they get to the big show to understand how they have to grow their game and develop their game. Well, and the, I oh, think right, so let, let's stop I there. Think, let's stop there. And even quick. your peers let's are likely on your jock for the athletic, the athletic things they can yeah, do. Go, so go like they don't have let me, go ahead, let, let me stop to that. change. Let me stop there. Right, right there will be Austin and say real quick because I think that when I watch Lamar play, he is my fantasy quarterback, so I watch all his games. What impresses me most is really how the coaching staff handles him. They've built an offense and done No, they call him great. Like, oh, man. His offense. kind of like they, they, work around, they work around his skill set. And as I watch yeah, football around the league, true. though, it's like at this, at this point, you can just put on a game. I don't know whether I'm watching high school, college, or the pros. Everybody runs the same offense. It's like so – the thing is, offenses are changing. Like, there, there's no, like, the air Coriel isn't out here no more. The greatest show on turf isn't out here. No one's running those kind of plays anymore. Like, everybody's running, running the option. Mm, it's kind of weird. Nah. Listen, bro. I don't know. You guys, even, you even, guys. Even, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying you got your Brady's, your Matthew Stafford's, <clears throat> even the boy we mentioned in Cleveland who's super overrated. You have those yeah, type of quarter, quarterbacks. It's like three or four in the entire league. Like we got, what, 30 teams? It's probably like three quarterbacks. The rest of them dudes be running. Even dudes that shouldn't be running options be running options. And it's, a couple of dudes you named are like it, dinosaurs on their way out. Yeah, you named all the, you named all the <laughs> yeah, dudes that, on their way it, out. It, that's, that's true. Stuff that's true. The play, the play calling, the play calling is, is interesting. So, so my point with, with Lamar versus Kermit the Frog is that Lamar athletically is 79,000 times the human being that Kermit the Frog is. People, oh, I think people overrate 
Mahomes' athleticism a little bit. Like, I think he's, I, I think he is the best quarterback in the league mm, somewhere between him and, him and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Somewhere between those, those two hold that mantle. But I don't think Mahomes is the athlete that people think he is, and he certainly pales in compar- comparison people to Lamar. Just, people just think that because he got black skin. <laughs> they expect yeah. him to be a certain way. But they, if they really now, think he's an athlete on, on the level or even close to the level yeah. of a Lamar, now, Lamar Jackson or, I think Lamar or Shorty is, Watt, Shorty Lamar is out athlete. in Arizona, they tripping. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Lamar, Lamar has that Michael Vick type of athleticism. But I'm here to tell you that Mike Vick never read a book. Mike didn't take any of his standardized tests. Mike Vick was not bright. I think that Lamar is bright. Like I, I, I don't know. I just get that sense that he's he's got a measure of IQ with him, and it applies to Big football Trump. IQ. You don't get that from his post game interviews, do you? No, 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 no. I don't get that speak. from his interview. He, he listens to mumble rap. All these little ninjas that can't speak. Um, yeah, shout out to Scott yeah, in the chat stuff. room. He said, because you were talking about them not growing their game, he said Randall Cunningham grew his game. Not really. He did. He, Randall about, I, Cunningham. Randall, you never know, because he went be from a coach that didn't care about offense to, offense at all. you know, popping up later on an offense that had a bunch of dudes where you could just throw the ball up as far as you can throw it. And be successful. So I, I don't know. And I, you know, I love Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham, love him. It would be safe without thinking for for me to say oh, that's like at least in my top two, three quarterbacks, favorite mm-hmm. quarterbacks mm-hmm. of all time. Um, being in Philly, you know, when I threw the ball, I was patterned what I did after Randall Cunningham I had that big stupid. Uh, yeah, over-exaggerated wind-up-and-release. Jameis, Jameis Winston release. That giant wind-up because of Randall. For no teaching reason. the kids the wrong stuff. But, man, I love, man, I love Randall Cunningham, man. <laughs> Loved him. And I think, I think had he been matched with, like, uh, Sean Payton or a true play card or Andy Reid, his career would have went a whole nother tra- trajectory. But I believe Lamar has the potential. I think he's going to develop his game, and he's going to be able to balance that athleticism with game management and true quarterbacking to create a hell of a weapon. I think even even as he grows, they'll get him better weapons. Like the weapons he had, it's not that they're bad, but they're suited for the offense he's in. It's like Hollywood. Hollywood ain't no real NFL receiver, but he doesn't need to be. Nah. But here's the thing. He though, doesn't need the to be. One thing I worry about with Lamar and, and where he can be in the future is is how how much running in he a does. hospital bed. I feel like I feel, I feel <laughs> like I feel like one of these times, boy, because he be pressing his luck, man. One of these times, he like, does. You know, somebody gonna get an illegal illegal hit, and they're gonna like set his career back two years. Right. Yo, and boy, and boy ain't big, and and he's not like a big strapping young man. He kind of will. Nah, he doesn't really have the prototypical quarterback, you know, frame. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Neither did, like, you, you brought up RG3. Like, he didn't really have that either. Like, these dudes for the quarterback position look a little skinny in their frame. Um, mm-hmm. not, not that they're skinny dudes, but 
quarterbacks are, are usually by football, by football standard. Big dudes, football yeah. Standard. So, um, all right. I, I just thought that was interesting. Like, it really it shocked me um, when you said it. I didn't think you were crazy though, because I see some things in in, in Lamar too. I don't know if I see him being better than uh, Mahomes in the long run, but I don't think it's crazy to to think that at all. I mean, this shocked me. He also said it. Yeah, I mean, that was mm-hmm. the most shocking part. That was definitely the most shocking part. Why, man? I love, I love Jameis. I love famous so Jameis. Speaking of that, I don't know that why. quarterbacks of that ilk, <laughs> how, much, how much longer do you guys think Jalen Hurts will be the starter of the Philadelphia Eagles? Hopefully, uh, hopefully that shit is done on Friday. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yo, I mean, I, it, the interesting, interestingly enough, you know, they traded away Flacco this week, which promotes Gardner Minshew to um, the backup, who, when they got him, I thought that's who they really wanted back there anyway, but they had already gotten Flacco. So they're going to be like, okay, we're not going to just crap on Flacco like this. We're going to, you know, sit Minshew as the third quarterback. Um, and I guess probably this whole time they were waiting for somebody to need a quarterback so they can jettison um, Joe Flacco Yo. get him up out of here so they can go to Gardner. Um, I think it's possible Yo, that they do hurts, that. Man. But at the same time, they're in a rebuild. And at this point, you have three first-round picks, especially if Carson Wentz stays healthy. Um, is there something in you as a fan B that makes you think, like, well, let the Bull finish the – the season out, there's no reason no. trying to win any games. We got three picks. Let's make no. these picks as high as possible and go after a quarterback. Even though no. I think they wasted the draft. Like, this draft doesn't have any, you know, big-ticket quarterback prospects. At least nobody has um, uncovered themselves, Listen. unveiled themselves as such yet. You know what I mean? So, Every, of course, we got all of these yeah. picks in the draft where it's no – Diesel quarterback. Everybody's about to argue back with me, including you, and your arguments are probably going to be correct, which is Nick Siriachi or whatever our head coach's name is, is a horrible play caller. The design of the offense is trash. I don't, but I don't but bro, know if that's all my um, man do, though. You have to. Y'all talk about man. it with Lamar. You have to. You have to design the, the design the offense around the shit. Yo, my man's arm strength. Yo, he can't. He's got a weak arm. He's got bad footwork, and he is a decent athlete, but he's not a world-beating athlete. Like he ain't the type of guy that okay, I'm deficient with my arm, so I can just run around here and make a play. No, you ain't even that type of athlete. I mean, Yo, I think people throw. look at him and see Russell. Wilson and I think that ain't well, no. due to nothing but racism. No. Yeah, <laughs> because he. Yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> hey, Russell Wilson. I'm just trying to figure out. Like the board does said, he they jettisoned. They trying to jettison him out of He said jettison. Who used the word jettison? Yo. Anyway, yo, you know we got like, flexible vocabulary. Somebody used the word jettison. <laughs> <laughs> we we got flex on these knuckers every once in a while, man. <laughs> yo, that's a that's a straight yo uh, hurts, word. hurts 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 me, man. I rather I rather have Teddy Bridgewater than Hurts. But you know what though? He's gonna light it up. But, but I know he's still waiting to light it up. But the, but but to Hurts's credit, I mean I know he don't want to hear this because he says all the nice cliche stuff that you want to hear and sounds like he's a tough guy. 
and you like him because of it. But at the same time, Hertz was never drafted to be a franchise quarterback. And nobody oh. nobody who was in charge of teams drafting players in the NFL thought that Jalen Hurts was a franchise quarterback. So Well he's well he's proving y'all right. Right. So, so but but is any success thing, that he has had or will have Will, will that be overachievement? Because he was just supposed to be the backup. He was supposed to be the backup to to Carson Wentz, and then Carson got sensitive and and wanted out, and you know yeah. here we are. He's Ben Simmons before Ben Simmons. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, Carson Wentz. I mean Ben Simmons made it so people forget that Carson Wentz also was a band. But yo, um, yeah, Carson, Car- yo, because yeah. Carson, Carson didn't get benched for. Jalen Hurts. Carson got benched because he was playing like trash. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, Yo, oh, we got Jalen Hurts waiting in the wing. That that wasn't really the situation. Yeah, you saying Yo, that you can't tell black people that? <laughs> Yo, then he got mad. Then he got you mad still can't tell like, some black people that he ain't good. Like, y'all watch Yo, this to the boy and y'all still acting like he good. Yo, they, Carson once told him, yo, it's either the coach or me. So they got rid of the coach and tried to, like, you know, go behind. He's like, you know what? I still want to get out of here. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, you made me fire yeah. a ball. <laughs> but, but you fired your but only anyway. winning coach in the history of the Hurts. Yo, Jalen Hurts can't throw the football efficiently and effectively 10 yards down the field outside the hashes on the opposite side. He can't, he can't do it. You've seen the bounce but, passes, but, too. But one thing I will say is, like, this this goes to show how many things have to go right for a quarterback because Eagles coach, bro, I don't know what he be, what kind of games he be calling. Like, what, who was he at before the Eagles coach? Who was he assistant with? No. No, he trash. He was an uh, offensive coordinator in Indy. And he's not, they, you know, a lot of people aren't even giving him credit for that because Frank Wright was calling all the plays. And that's the same thing when, yeah. when we talked about the whole Eric Bieniemy thing. I'm like, how much respect is he really going to get even if he becomes a coach, because people, as soon as he struggles, that's what people are going to say. Well, he didn't call the plays in Kansas City anyway. We we look at Andy well, now, as an offensive genius and a quarterback whisperer, I mean, and now, you know, this dude gets his shot. So I hope that doesn't happen to Eric Bieniemy. See, but with the coach, though, I am willing – this is this is always my thing. I'm always willing to give a coach a chance beyond his first-year struggles if – because I'm not going to wait around forever, if he ends up getting the quarterback that he wants to play with. You throw somebody into a system, and then they got to change up their whole stuff to fit who you already have because it's non-negotiable. Like, all right, we want to give this dude a chance. So that's, you know, you're a first-year coach, so you have no say in that. This is who's going to be the quarterback here. Um, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? That's so you want, to cook, you want him to buy the groceries and cook the groceries. If he can't buy, I mean, the you got to be able to. You got to be able to have some kind of control over it, man. You, you know, it's, it's difficult for people to just throw stuff your way, and you and you have to deal with it. I mean, it's life, so it happens, and you got to do what you got to do. Um, but I, I want to see him in a situation, you know, when he's not when he's not having Jalen Hurts forced on him, and if he still stinks in that situation, then. And he still stinks, but but I would like to see that. Um, bull called bull called a game with a quarterback that can't throw and only ran the ball three times. 
But that's not actually true. I spoke about this on the show. I don't know if you were on because you've been out for like three three weeks. He now I, I will. This is where I will disparage him because he calls with Jalen Hurts. He calls a heavy RPO scheme, right? But a lot of these RPOs, like they're called run plays, but they have the option. And Jalen Hurts on a lot of these, you know, on these plays is taking the option. Now I said that two weeks ago. And dude just now stepped up and defended himself and said the exact same thing this week. I was actually surprised to hear him say it because when you say it, it's like you're kind of throwing your dude, you're kind of throwing your quarterback under the bus. But I felt a little bit of vindication just, you know, we like to be right. I'm like, yo, that's exactly what I've been saying. But you never expect to hear that from the coach himself because you don't, you know. <laughs> but but he's a first-year coach, so at this point he might be on his every man for himself, like – I can't stick my neck out there for the dude who's not even a franchise quarterback because he's about to get me fired. But but he did say he has to take it upon himself to call more straight-up run plays to take the option out of Jalen Hurts' hands. And that's what myself and a few other people that we speak to have been saying all along. So if you watch this week's, this past week's game, he did try to run the ball straight up more without having, you know, so much of the RPOs involved. But then Miles Sanders got hurt. <laughs> but at this point, I'm like, whoever's back there, you still got to run the ball. You got three decent running backs. Let them run the ball. Let them run the ball. Um, I don't know. So, thoughts? Hey, Before listen, man. On? I don't like to stop. I, I hear what you you're saying. You trash. Coach, but, uh. <laughs> oh no no right right I mean, now six weeks in dude is dude is, is is bad six weeks in dude is bad like because, I just haven't I mean, seen any sort of like like even when even when coaches start off slow or have bad I've seen like 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 parts where you like all right I can see where he did he did that right he did that right this boy man like I I, I don't I don't know yo we out there running know. Hey, and, and, out there looking and stupid too. Jimmy and B I don't even think the offense is the worst thing he's doing. I think the worst thing he's doing is letting that dude Gannon d- do what he does on defense. Yo, you got to yo, step yo. in and do wait, something. Wait, like two wait. weeks ago, man Gannon, he stepped in and said my, my something man about it, but Gannon, you know, he probably – My man Gannon, Gannon said, he, watch how in today's NFL I can run a defense with no linebackers. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yo, running these shell yo. defenses, just giving up yards by the oh. chunks. Like, like, what are we doing out here? Yo, Yo, like he even got Fletcher Cox. Cox is out here like, yo, I can only, I can only play with what's called. So he's basically saying, you know, they're not even using me the same way that they used to, you know, that, that made me an all pro. I can only do what was called. I think criminal of him letting, like, you're going to let this defensive dude speed up your firing. You know what I'm you're saying? Fired, you're but, yeah. No, yeah, I, the, sure. defense, the defense is its own conversation. But I also will say this in terms, of the, in terms of him and the offensive side of the ball. I think, I think, and I have no godly way to prove this, I think our wide receiving core is okay. Like, I think we have some pretty good young wide receivers. I, 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 know a little, little, I know a little skeleton ball that we drafted. Is, yo, you know, he, yo, he's, he's kind of tough, bro. He gonna yeah, die in the next two years, but he kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, of tough. Tough. Nobody, because of his tough. Because of his tough. Ain't got nobody throwing the ball. How you know they good or not? You don't know what they are because <laughs> ain't got nobody throwing the ball. But yo, yo, we got. Well, go ahead, 
Quez, I, Quez, Quez is fast. Is a young so I'm like, if we had somebody with a strong arm, Quez might be looked at as better as he, better than he really is. But you know, he just Quez Watkins Yo, because Bo can't really get him around. Listen, I think Quez could fan, be could be a nice little little knockoff uh, Deshaun Jackson, but Bo can't throw the ball very far, so you don't know. Listen, man. All I want to say is this: Every sports fan um, is a body language expert, and being a, a body language expert sports fan, the Eagles coach be out there looking like a doofus too. Like he don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I think that adds, I think that adds to it. He got doofus face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in that position too, as you know, coaching basketball. Like when you like, sometimes you're really looking out there, like, what the hell is my team doing? <laughs> like, like you think to yourself, like everybody watching, everybody watching, think I taught them this, <laughs> and I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I but, but, but to my credit, I be coaching ten year olds, like or coaching grown men. So he he got to be. Yeah, man, you got to learn to coach own. like Ellaby, man. You never watch the old rap game. My man, my man like was like he wasn't even paying attention to the game. Right. But that, that's, I, that's, I thought Dev. I thought Dev was talking about the time we coached against some NBA star that gave oh, us 100 well, points in the first quarter. That was that was high schoolers, but that same way. Like you look at it, like what how many, are they bu- doing? how, many, bu- how like, many buckets did he drop on y'all though? What did he really? Huh? What did he really? Hundred. Nah, about forty. But you points. know what? He was he was only a sophomore, and the rest of his team were high D one prospects too. So, you know, they, oh, yeah. no, they had a, so it they didn't had, really they had a squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah the real question, the, the real question isn't how many he had on us, it's how much they beat us by. And I'm not going to discuss that on air. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so, because I know we, we got some people waiting on, on the phone lines. Uh, somebody needed a screen team, one of them. Um, so the Sixers are no longer finding Ben Simmons. Um, and and that is because they Sixers Brass spoke to him, and I think it's because of the language he used. He told them he is not mentally prepared to play at this moment. Now, when that first came out, I think every I thought everybody jumped to a conclusion real fast. But it's growing legs now, and I guess he's on board with it. I really just meant I, I just really just read that to say like I'm just not ready to play yet. I haven't been here. Blah blah blah. But when you hear the word mental or mentally in 2021, people change those words into mental health issues. And I really didn't think at first case or that was what he was saying, even though I wasn't there. Maybe it was more to it. But from what they were reporting and the quote, it just didn't sound like that. Because, look, frankly, on a Saturday morning when, you know, we don't have to wake anybody up for school. I'm not really mentally prepared to come out of my bedroom and have to deal with my kids early in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't equate to me having mental health issues. Like everything we do in our mind is mental. It doesn't always equate to mental health issues. But he's running with it now. This This generation has borrowed from a segment of the population that uses trigger words such as that to bully and sway the narrative in a direction they want and need it to go in. Ben Simmons is a a bitch-ass 
and we know that. That's why he's referred to as Ban Simmons. He is Benjamin. He 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 is what hey, he, Jimmy, he is. What he is. The boy, the boy said with his voice, beep, like we don't have censors <laughs> on, know, on the board. You could have just said it. Press then he said the cuss word and then beat out. Yeah, I mean, like mother effing beep, like what? Beat was late. Beat was late. Yo, second beat. supposed to be a longer beat or two beeps. I understand what you beeped out, but you forgot one. Um, and then you should yo, do it instead of the actual sensor that we have. Yo, who does a manual beat? Like, yo. No. <laughs> but what the interesting part is, though, Jimmy's been saying this for weeks. Like, seriously waiting, saying, like, when is he going to bring out the the mental health excuse? Because we've kind of been dumbfounded over the past month or so as to how first he was just not going to show up and keep getting fined. And then he decided to come, I guess, so he wouldn't keep getting fined, but then acted like an asshole and kept getting fined yeah. and got suspended. Dude, you could have said this from jump. Like, Dude. Clutch, not as, as, as smart as we thought they were, because I swear Jimmy, and shout out to Billy Bage in the chat room, I mean, in the, uh, in, the, in the chat group, like, they've been talking about this for, like, a month and a half. Like, you know, I see the, the mental health excuse coming at some point because he has to find a way to not be there and still get paid. And that's why they're not finding them now, because in 2021, you can't argue with anybody when mental health comes up. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy part about it is it'd be messed up if he's, faking that and using that as an excuse, which a lot of people think he is, but you can't say that out loud in 2021 because you become the bad guy. I mean, guy. technically, the way, the, way, the way he's been acting, he might not be acting this out like, I mean, you know, <laughs> true. it is what it no, is. True that, true that. You, you, can make the, you can make the argument that he's been suffering with this, which is why he wasn't shooting. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Because we said that, we said that about his, him and, and Fultz at one point. We was like, yo, him and Fultz, like, there has to be some kind of mental block. Yeah, but you shoot, know, you're shooting the shots with the Kardashians. Um, I, I'm gonna say something very shocking for those that listen to us for forever. Um, because y'all know who the most hated sports figure in my mind is in 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 Philadelphia. The most hated is McNugget. Now, because of how long McNugget was in, and Philly, he means most hated by him, through, not by the people, <laughs> and what. And what he means to the losses that we've taken through 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 my life, he'll forever probably hold that mantle by himself. But what this kid did in my book might actually be worse. Like I don't hate him as much because it doesn't mean the same thing to me. But I think this boy is another level of coward. Like I think he's truly a coward. He's a coward. Listen, man. He could be just struggling, man, man. But I think the smartest thing that I said this before, the smartest thing Ben Simmons did throughout this whole thing was just not say anything. This, because now all we could do is speculate on what's really going on. My man is really just became like got quiet, like, and I think that's right. Because because you, you have no facts and no quit. details, Jim. So now that the mental health um, buzzword is out there, 
Like, I've literally seen people talking like, well, it makes sense because if you look at his family, his family's been struggling with mental health for a long time. His sister is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, so y'all just going to make your own story now because it's out. So now it's hereditary mental health issues. So, like you said, smart of him to do that because now people are just going to speculate. Now you're starting to have people actually come over to his side because of this. Because you know Listen, that it's taboo to, to argue against mental health, and he might start getting the money back that get... he was fined in the first place. Now, because of this, my man, my man figured out a way to get twenty M's while sitting in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Watching Netflix. So <laughs> you know, he's a <laughs> he's a legendary he's, he he's not he's not a, he's not a legendary basketball player, but he's a legend in the finesse. You got to give him the credit. All right, so. <laughs> That, that, well, that's normal because we're gonna, you know, this story is gonna go on and on, and we're well, gonna we, we talk about got it. Callers on the line. I know, I know, one of the callers is Court. I think Court is calling in to to acknowledge Giannis making the top seventy five players to ever play basketball. I'm not sure right, if that's, that's what he wants to talk about, but let's, let's get to the um the callers. We're gonna take quick calls John, this week because we got we got to talk about the quote of the week and maybe else the match. Does Ben's position as a as a band actually enhance Giannis? Because they're basically the same player, physically. Oh, it does, because, I mean, mean, Giannis, we already know he's way more tough-minded, but it makes Giannis look like the Incredible Hulk mentally because of what somebody who has the same deficiencies, you know, is doing. Giannis works to get better, and Giannis doesn't care what people think. Giannis be out there launching threes when he shouldn't be. And I don't want Ben to actually (laughs) be that. I've never wanted him to be that. Don't go out there launching stupid shots. It's just top you know, seventy-five of all time. For me, man. for me, practice your free throws. Don't be afraid to get fouled. That's my care. I don't care if if Ben Simmons doesn't shoot three pointers. I really don't care about that. Yo, your man but, Giannis um, goes to the free throw line and say, "Oh, y'all gonna count? All right, let me take right. a little longer and count." With right, you. right. He took longer when they were counting, and then I in the him. biggest situation, went out there and knocked all his free throws down and suffered like one. Yo, I love it. So him, it's bro. like. Yo, the clutch gene. The clutch gene. Well, and you know he was just well, trolling when he did that because this season he's shooting his free throws in like five or six seconds. So he definitely was I trolling because they were counting. I got a question for y'all, though. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that uh, Jason Tatum got left off the top 75 list? <laughs> <laughs> top 75 life then, man. All right, and with that, right, we're going right, to go. We're going to go in the order they came. We got the homie Tobias waiting on the line from um, – not you know what? Since Tobias is coming on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the the quote of the week. We'll do the quote of the week with Tobias on the air because it kind of relates to one of his teams. Uh, Tobias, what's going on, man? The Bulls will make the playoffs, baby. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, listen, listen to our listen to our stat of the week. I don't want to you know commandeer your your whole call. We're gonna let you rock. We're not gonna Kanye your whole call, but we got to read this stat of the week real quick. And the stat of the week. <laughs> is according to one metric, to one very important metric, you know, by today's, you know, basketball analysts' thoughts, according to one metric, which is war, wins above replacement, Lonzo Ball is currently the best player in the NBA. <laughs> And according to this same metric, his little brother Lamelo Ball is the fourth. What does he have to do with the yo? And, dude, 
the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Look at listen to me. Hey, and, and and let me tell you, let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Um, because you know Lonzo was already projected as a future all all star on the site that that does this. Um, prior to the season. So right now, you know what he and the Bulls are doing. He's just proving everybody right. He leads the league with a 1.0 WAR, wins above replacement, followed by Mike Conley and Demontis Sabonis at 0.9, and then Lamelo Ball um, at 0.8. And Lamelo hovering around that is Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, Jokic, the M- Jokic, the MVP, Derrick Rose, and Derrick White all around 0.8. Now. These ratings use play-by-play and player tracking data to calculate each player's individual plus-minus measurements and whims above replacements, which counts for playing time. Um, Players eligible for the leaderboards are those who have played in at least 70% of their team's games and average at least 24 minutes per game. So, you know, know, we just had to give that stat of the week to let B. Austin know that the homie Unc Var – Never lost. <laughs> he proving all hey. y'all wrong. Even the people that don't want to see it. And I don't care about this metric or any of that because, you know, I don't think they're the top four, two of the top four players in the NBA yet. But these dudes, these dudes can ball, man. And it's funny because both of them, like, their games look awkward. and like, like, you wouldn't look at them and be like, oh, man, he got game. These both of these dudes do some ridiculous stuff on the basketball courts, and B, they you better start watching very and start acknowledging high, that. Very, very I'm not high, saying you gotta IQ, like man. one of them over anybody else that you like, but dog, you gotta watch these dudes, man, before you keep criticizing these. Listen, dudes. these, both, these little light skin boys can play, man. IQ, man. It's a basketball IQ. They're not and the, that, the, the biggest athlete, the greatest shooter, but they have a bat. It's like they got a. I'm not comparing them, but they have like a a, a Larry Bird presence around them, like. Larry Bird couldn't jump. Oh, couldn't run. <laughs> Be Again, I'm not comparing him. I'm not comparing him. I'm just saying Bird was like a non-athlete, but he was like his his eyes his basketball oh, IQ. Because I watch, I get, I get with Jimmy when I watch. Larry, both Larry of Bird them. didn't have a great didn't have a great regular IQ, obviously, but you know his basketball yeah. IQ was on the chart. French bias, bias. I know Lonzo's on your squad now. Don't encourage this, man. Listen, 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 when I watch both of these dudes, the most hype I get, and they do a lot of stuff because both of them are like, you know, triple doubles waiting to happen. But the most hype I get is when they make like a crazy pass. Did y'all see the other night? Melo got a rebound. Everybody started running. Bridges, you know, his man, Bridges always just take off running. Matter of fact, Bridges is the... (laughs) NBA Eastern Conference Player of the Week for the first week of the season, so his, you know, his improvement is, is being noticed. But yo, he waited. It, it, it was like he was just like he was trolling the other team. Like he just chilled. You saw his shoulder slump a little bit. Like all right, I'm about to do something stupid. Pulled it back and threw a Randall Cunningham all the way down to Gordon Hayward, right over his man. He catches it and gets a layup. It was ridiculous, man. Yeah. And Lonzo does the same type of stuff. You know what I think, guys? All right, but go ahead, go ahead. The thing with the O2 is is they make you people want to play with them. And, uh, like, how they pass the ball, get you a spot. Kind of like Jason Kidd in the way. I'm not not saying Jason Kidd. But what I'm saying is, like, when you got the point guard who passes the ball to you. make people want to play with them. 
Look at me. Yeah. He said those two, man. <laughs> yeah, because, because think, think about this, right? Now, I know the hot take media think of the Bulls ain't played nobody yet, but, hell, we used to lose to those teams. Anyway, there's a reason <laughs> right. the Bulls are 4-0 for the first time since Michael Jordan played for them. Well, <laughs> you know. Hey, the yeah. Bulls got a tough so, starting lineup. Like I said, it get a little that's shaky when, the, when y'all get to the bench, but starting lineup yeah, is, is one of the toughest y'all, in the league. Y'all starting five is tough. Y'all bench is ass cheeks. <laughs> you ain't like a Kobe White still out, too. And, uh, he's Lou Williams without, without the multiple girlfriends at one time. He has that type Which of thing. Which is a good anyway, thing. When he comes back, uh, y'all got a legitimate scoring option off the bench, but them trying to make Kobe a starting point guard? Nah, he ain't. He's he, he an nah, energy guy. Nah. Zoe said, give me that. <laughs> and, and you know, and the thing with the Bulls, see, problem with a lot of these analysts and people of me, they hate giving somebody new a shot. They keep going to, well, this guy did it last year, so they're going to do it again this year. The Bulls got a guy that can get you 40. Then you got DeRozan, who could get you 20, he get his own shot. And you got a center who could shoot, play the post, and pass. And pass. And so yeah. you got a point guard who wants to be a point guard, who doesn't care about getting 25. And I think it, it, everybody knows their roles. And I think that's something that, like, the Phoenix Suns had last year. And I think that's something maybe the Lakers may struggle with because I don't care how big a Hall of Famer Russell Westbrook is. If Magic Johnson's on the team, LeBron thinks he's the point guard. Let's <laughs> be honest about this. He's holding the ball. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Russ is my man, but Russ is, Russ is trash off the ball. Like, he he's a whole different player off the ball. Like, Russ needs the ball. So, I – like – it was mentioned by a lot of people when, the when they made the move. Like, how is this going to work? Because LeBron never defers. I mean, they have – I mean, I think what they're doing to try to make it work, I mean, you have certain points of the game where Russell Westbrook is controlling the ball, but them trying to appease everybody instead of just making the right mix of players hasn't worked for them so far now. I mean, I know they lost to some bad teams so far. I'm not going to count the Lakers out. They're just too talented to not be around, you know, at the end. But it's they, they don't want to. They don't want to do what they need to do. Because here's what they need to do: they need to let Russ come off the bench. I know that they should. Crazy. Yeah, they but should. That would be that would that would that would make the team so much better. But at the, at the yeah. same time, if I'm Russ, I'm yo trade me before you do that. If it ain't working, get me out of here. Yeah. You know what? No, I'm, I'm I, 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 I can't got, be on your bench. Like, like I know you got to cover the NFL in a minute. Uh, I hear all this talk about about that money. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I was talking about the NFL. I, I put this on my page. It's like, I'm not saying Tua is going to be a star or anything, but the Miami Dolphins, I, I found a stat where it's like three of their starting off as a line are the top ten and pressure is giving up. That means the quarterback's running for his life. You got no running game. You draft a trade up for a receiver when you need offensive linemen to them there. So these teams make a mistake thinking, oh, a quarterback going to fix it. Y'all know Deshaun Watson won four games his last year in Houston, right? Uh, <laughs> he had the magic elixir. You have to build a team. And these and, and so, okay, you dump hey, you want to trade two or fine. Maybe he wants to get out of there too. But what is the t- the other dynamics on the team? You still can't block, you still can't run, your defense is worse than the league. And you got a coach that may be in over his head. Oh, no, they just gonna Ooh. trade for and have to pay somebody more money to still suck. That's all that's going to be. And give up all your draft picks when you need to rebuild the team. I'm thinking to myself, yeah. hey, remember, it's the same hot take media that bullied the 49ers into taking Trey Lance over Mac Jones. And I'm not knocking Trey Lance. He ain't played that much football. 
but he's two years away from being two years away. You know? And, uh, <laughs> Yo, I know I know this I know there's a common theme. I know there's a common theme with what you just said, Dubai. You talked about a couple quarterbacks, but all of the uh boils around you defending Alabama are trash quarterbacks. Oh, no. you know, it's not even that because I remember in the draft, right? When Matt Jones got drafted, right? Booger McFarlane did a clip of what he couldn't do. Everybody else, what they could do, I'm like, damn, guys. Uh, can you at least talk about what the kid could do? Can we see first? Because, you know, I never believed in Jalen Hurts for the record. I didn't believe in him in college. Most of us, the pros, I'm like, why the hell did he start him? The dude came through. I mean, understand. But he don't fall into the same category because they got rid of him. So once he was out of Alabama, you and uh, you know, know you weren't obligated. To stay. You weren't, <laughs> hey, but once but, he was out of there, you weren't obligated to defend his ass no more. So. Oh, I wanted his ass down on the bench. That's when the year two got there. I'm like, two could throw. This guy can't. This, this guy could hit the ocean standing in it. That's all I got to say. He couldn't hit. He couldn't hit the spot. That's what Del Rio gave him the spot. But anyway, uh, you know, and then and then I see why Jimmy hates the media, right? I see why Jimmy hates national media. You guys do, you know, because I, I had a little money on. I I, I bet on the Seahawks. I figured Geno may sneak up and get the points, right? So I see what the hot talking about. And plus, my butt playing the Saints. They didn't talk about how, like, this team was 4-2 with all these people missing, all bad receiver core. What they talk about, hey, should the Saints trade for Russell Wilson? I'm like, y'all know Yo, they ain't got no cap space, the right? The way they talk about the Saints, you really would think they were, like, 0-6. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I had to, like, when y'all sent me those clips early in the week, I had to go check their record. Like, wait, Saints ain't garbage? <laughs> if you let these dudes tell it, no. like, Jameis is trash and the Saints yeah. are, are the media hates The media hates Jameis. It all goes back to the crab leg. They hate him. <laughs> I know. Jameis, Jameis could go 15-2, and two, and they're still going to be talking about who they're going to trade to get Jameis up out oh, of there. Like, Oh, like the dude only thrown three picks so far with the and those receivers are garbage. I think I think Chase team may suit up and get some snaps on that on that squad, man. <laughs> those, those dudes are garbage. And I'm like, well, he ain't let it go. I'm like, y'all know this. If a quarterback trusts his receivers, he will take more chances with them if they trust he come down with the ball or get open. Yeah. Tom Brady, if he doesn't trust you, he don't throw you the ball, shouting to kill Harry. Uh, <laughs> you know. But but the media has these narratives, and it kills me with anybody. Because they still talking about the dude crab legs. One, you see how much crab legs cost? I would have took them too. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, look how they treat Deshaun Watson with kid gloves. Well, you know, oh, uh, he's is. I'm like, well, what about off the field with him? It's like, well, that's because they they just they because they want him to get back in so they can turn and start slandering him again. They ain't gonna let him go. Yeah. He gonna get his watch. They 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 want they want somebody to take a chance on him so they can like bury him. Yeah, because these people don't watch the games about no supposed to play. Like, all they see the do is throw bombs all year long. What are you talking about? But it's it's just the fact they, they come up with these narratives. And it's like they won't come off of them. That's I've how you know these guys seen, don't watch the games. I've never seen a Jameis Winston offense without explosive plays. Like, that's one thing that you can't say about Jameis. Like, Jameis pushes the ball down the, the field. That's his – Yeah, like, sometimes, like, sometimes too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> they come with these narratives and they don't want to watch the progression to see like whether things have changed. You know, sort of like B. Austin and Dak Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, can, I I tell y'all this though. Zing. It's like the Bucks, right? The ball bounced Tom Brady's way again. 
You're the Super Bowl champions, and you got a pillow, t- pillow soft schedule. I don't, I don't know how this guy does it, but 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 I listen. To but one thing he said though, but like he said, somebody had an interview, and he said one thing was missing today's NFL. Now that he was playing, you can't be physical and tough anymore. It's like a skills competition, and I'm like, damn, Brady has a point because you can't be tough anymore. It's all about seven on seven in a way, and and I just think that uh, that's. Because he says, like, you know, tough to trump skills sometimes. And I think that he has a point there. But I just think that, like I was saying, this narrative, it's like they don't watch the national guys don't watch the game. Your local people, your local podcasters who are on the grassroots level, they watch the game. But but it's like they, they, they look at a scoreboard, like a box score, and I hate when they use completion percentage because completion percentage is the most overrated stat in football. Kirk Cousins has a high percentage completion percentage. Hey, fourth to ten, game on the line, Kirk's on the three-yard pass. Completion percentage is still high. It doesn't, to me, one of the receivers drops the ball. A lot that's, of stuff that's, is overrated. That's the quarterback. Like Jalen Hurts, like, he accounts for like 85% of the Eagles offense. That's because they're running RPOs. He's either going to run it or he's going to throw it. <laughs> like, and, and, and what, yeah, because the no Eagles are no stuck play. also. Because who are they gonna get? But in the draft. But here's the thing with the with the draft. When people think about quarterbacks, right, hey, y'all know right. I love college. <laughs> the RPO <laughs> the RPO quarterback is somebody you should not draft to see it first. And once you see it, it's too late to cover. And I think that's, and that's something like, yeah. that people look at. And, uh, before we move on, I got a quick question for you. Do you think that um, Jason Tatum was left off the top 75 list? <laughs> hey, I thought Joe Kim Noah got stood up. Get it like that. <laughs> you know, I love Noah. Hey, I said, with Joe Kim Noah, Mr. Hall of Fame, LeBron should induct him. You know, because <laughs> they love each other. But, uh, wait, but you know what? The, the Hall of Fame right? or the Kingdom Hall? What are you talking about? Hey, he is a king. But, but, <laughs> but you know, but you know about the fact that at list, right? I think like uh, I'm glad they kept the top. Like you say, kept the top fifty in. But I think like sometimes like James Harden. I don't. I think he's great. But what if they made that list next year when they ain't giving him the whistle all the time? <laughs> you know, uh, he's kind of struggling about those five, those free throws. I know, but all the damage is it's done. All the damage is done. That, like, even if he did struggle this year and they made it next year, like, he's already done too much for one year to make, yeah, like, I mean, there was a case for Dwight Howard, and, you know, he ain't been shit in, like, 12 years, but there was a case for Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard probably should be on that list, even though he didn't make it, so, one year You got to look at this also. Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, even Rose, those three guys peaked early and they got hurt, you know. Those three guys would have been on the list, and somebody would have been knocked off as well. I may be missing somebody else who got hurt, who had career short by injuries. Or even like an Amari Stoudemire guy. You know, he got hurt when he was still young and his knees didn't recover. And I just think that, that you know, remember also, yeah, cause he was decent, folks, too. And, uh, or Sean Kemp did get fat, but had eight baby mamas in one offseason. <laughs> you know, or Sam Baker on that any hand hand. You know, there's a lot of things that, uh, that factor into this stuff. But Hitty one thing I'll say this now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, back where I'm from, call it Hen Dog. Hey, sorry. Waiting, hey, one, I'm glad Court's still alive, by the way. Shout out to Court, man. I know he's loving Giannis right now. But uh, <laughs> but I just want people to understand. I'm glad they highlighted the errors of yesteryear because your players of today modeled their games from the people from yesteryear. And you got to understand. 
it's one thing running around a pair of chucks in the sixties in these shoes now. Modern medicine, modern science, eating, all that stuff factors in as well, and the guys modeling after them. Hello, hey, but man. hey, you guys have a good one, man. Rose Hi, high man. and be awesome. Your son got a soccer scholarship to Alabama. His name waiting on it. You guys have a good one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the homie Court. Shot down Court in the building. What's up, man? Man, Court. I am absolutely appalled. I am absolutely offended. I am devastated that Jason Tatum didn't make the top 75 <laughs> for <Jamie>. <laughs> <laughs> This is a travesty, dog. Hey, hey Court, hey, Court, let, let these two jabronis tell it. The ball, the ball brothers should be on that top 25, for real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> see, that's, that's, that's the author's interpretation of us giving them props. <laughs> listen, man, you just got to listen, man. You got to watch They should play, be on man. the that's top 75 as a, in the as a, right now. As a hoop head, when you uh, watch 25. them play, you're going to appreciate it because it's not just in the and jumping up two, two, three. That's why I have no – I have no doubt whatsoever. I know B. Austin. I know what kind of hoops fan he is. Once he gets over his <laughs> dis, his disdain for Uncle Var, yeah, he gonna, whether he ever says it on air or not, he gonna be like, all right, yeah, y'all, y'all right. Dev is count. Dev is counting on. Dev is counting on my religion because I saw that Kobe sat next to God, and I had to accept it. But yo, these dudes. Come on, they got a long way to go. Man, go ahead, man. Shout out to Anthony. Hold on, hold on. I got to get my boy Kobe B. But just when you watch him, just we us knowing the type of hoops fan you are, it it ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. But they they, they fluky, though. Be more into, like, the school players, like Joe, Iso Joe. Like, you know, the ball brothers, they they get it done, but they kind of fluky, though. He he is. See, now, that's, that's proof. That's proof that Court been listening you know, since way back in the day, because if you if if you know what kind of players be like, that's exactly the type of players he like. Iso Joe, like he like dudes <laughs> who who unassuming that people don't even really think about in the in the bigger scheme of things, but they do actually have game. Um, I mean, back to yo, B used to be a Vashawn Leonard fan. People probably don't even remember who just. I mean, I know y'all do, but there's probably a lot of people out there like who. Yeah, this boy used to be a Vashon Leonard fan. <laughs> yeah, he had buckets. I, he had games. Yeah, he got he got buckets. Be like, maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe Isolation. he won't, Jimmy. Maybe he won't come around to the Ball Brothers because they don't they pass too much. B, yeah, you don't get enough. Buckets. Yeah, you don't count assists. You count buckets. Yeah, because B love he loves Chauncey Billups, and Chauncey as much of a great point guard as as he's known to be. Chauncey averaged like five assists most years. So these do these hey, boys might pass too much. Put that thing in the hole. On a funny tip though, guys, y'all know the beige rage has took over the NBA. I mean, you got Jason Tatum, you got Zach Levine, you got the Bone Brothers. Like, it's what a what white name of the league. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's a whitening. They just took over Steph Curry. Man, it's, can't, can't keep on naming. Man. They took over, man. They took over. Hey, that's because Listen, more my, basketball. I can't even get my brothers. I can't now, even get my brothers to appreciate Anthony Edwards, man. Oh, Nappy Head is killed, nigga. Yo, see, that's where you're wrong, though, because we we all love Anthony Edwards. You just making it a a him or him type thing. I like both of them dudes. 
Anthony Edwards would go yeah, up and but, but, jump on Jesus yeah. if Jesus jumped. Anthony Edwards, <laughs> Anthony Edwards is violent. It's just that not, yo, <laughs> these these bald dudes is just different, yo. <laughs> Never lost, man. Never lost. Anyway. Oh right, yeah, so what up, court, man? Little, we, a, we want to take over your call. Of course, you want to you want to you want to praise Giannis yet or no? <laughs> I, I, the last time yeah, I called, yeah. I told you, bro. If, if you're a I know, I know. I'm not going to listen. I know you did last time. I have control of this thing. Yeah, you did. I'm just messing with you, bro. I'm just messing with you. I was going to say, just to get at you brothers earlier, man, I want to get y'all take on this because y'all was talking about the uh, Randall Cunningham. Y'all talking about Lamar Jackson. Uh, who who y'all think are top five black quarterbacks of all time? Ooh. Well, I know number one is Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Yeah, you know, um, I be Steve wondering. I be wondering. I was about to say Steve McNair. Sometimes I be wondering, like, do we give Steve McNair too much props because he did? No, or? man, he was that boy. Okay, I'm just he making sure. I just, I'm making sure. I just don't want to fall into that category. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to sound like I'm giving him too much. No, props. he not. He he's not. He's not, not, not necessarily he's not, listen, he's Dad, two, Dad, but, he not Sean Taylor. He not Sean Taylor. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, plus, plus, um, plus the way he went out, man. I got to give him, like, you know, I, I understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yo, yeah, y'all out of pocket, man. Um, Yo, Air, Air McNair, oh, he's in there. I'm not um, saying he's number Moon. two, but his name comes to mind. So I'm going to say McNair. This is no Warren particular Moon, order. Air McNair. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not Tony Banks. We got three uh, more. I mean, I'm, I mean, is it too early to Doug go Pat Williams Mahomes? Doug Williams got a Super Bowl, though. We're going to forget about Doug Williams. Nah, I Doug Williams is Nick Foles. He, <laughs> yeah. No, real talk. He was a backup quarterback that year. He got in. He got in, I believe, like right when the playoffs four, started. Four games. Right. He he played like you know a few decent games and then got in the Super Listen, Bowl man. and balled out. And became a legend. He had his mouth together. He so, had his mouth together. Right. He definitely had his mouth together. Moment. So he gets he credit for falling out. Life. But he lost that had job. He lost that job like prior to week six of the next season. So it's like you yeah. know we he look at Doug Williams, Russell, Russell, the legend. We gonna count Russell. We gonna count Russell Wilson. We gonna count Russell yeah, Wilson okay. in that top he, five. He can go top five. You gotta go Russell. I want to figure this out. Because if you got if, if, you, if we're gonna say like it's too early for like a Mahomes and Jackson, then Russ was already there. You got to put Russ in there. You got to put Russ. Yeah, in there. Russ, I want to put Randy in right there. Russ, I would be drunk. Russ came, nice after that, Russ came in the league. Nice after that. Yo, Listen, Russ came in the league with one type of romantic situation and ended up in another. So Russ popped off for that. <laughs> Yo, what I want to say is, so you so, I want to give, I wanna, I give Doug way. Williams credit for one thing though, because like Doug Williams played the game of his life on the biggest stage, so something got to be said for that. He definitely did. Yeah, but no, he he's a legend. He you can't father. take away his place in history. I mean, he was the he, first yeah. black mm-hmm. dude to do it. He, he played he just, the greatest game of his career in the bowl, but people forget what happened before and after that, and they, you know. <laughs> yeah, top five for wage. Like he 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 holds a different distinction. Like you can't. He like he like uh, what's what's uh Bernie Mac character in the above the room? They can't they can't take they can't take away what we were, Shep. Like you can't take oh, away. Oh man, what we were. yeah. Right, right. All right, so flip, we got three. Flip. You can't I take say, away. I what say we, we were, I say we go I say we go four or five. Pat and Lamar. It's called a day. 
Let's call it Damian. Yeah, because they haven't done enough to really be solidified, so it gets dicey after that first two, to be honest with you. And it, and some, honestly, honestly, some of the dudes before like Russ, them didn't like do Russ. enough to be in it, so you just got to get them spots up. I like, like Russ. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's cool. Let's go, go Randall. We got to say Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. But yeah, about, I, yeah, I, I, you, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to say no. How about no. Charlie Batch? <laughs> Charlie Batch. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> Yo, what about Rodney Pete? <laughs> Rodney Pete. <laughs> top five <laughs> nice. Top, top five, five nice guy. Years, top five white. He had a solid career. Um. Charlie Batch, he was one of the best backups of all time. He stayed Randall, with Randall, we got to go Randall Cunningham. Dak Prescott. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Dak going to um, be in there in the next two years. And I hate to say it. Dak looking good, though. I ain't going front. Yeah, Dak Dak he good. is. B. Austin, only one that's going front. Like, he, like, B. Austin, Jimmy, in court, like, B. Austin reacts to this like we want to be saying this. I don't want to be saying this. Jameis, I don't know Dallas. Listen, I need to famous, do famous, like, you gotta be real. Jameis gonna step <laughs> listen, it up man. and gonna get that spot. <laughs> you gonna die? Famous, that's famous, 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 gonna get famous, crap, famous is gonna be out the league because for some reason they will They don't like him. Yeah, they don't. Even when even when he's doing well, like they try to create a narrative that he's not. So yeah, you can kill that. Jameis ain't doing that. They're not gonna allow him to. All right, but you know, court, let, let court get his, you know, his his uh, his thoughts out real oh, quick. Man, I, I appreciate the energy, man. I haven't chose y'all page, man. Like I said, since Giannis won the championship, so I know uh, Blue Pimp is waiting to hear from me. So I know y'all keep getting it in with me right now. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, yeah, but we, we hadn't heard from you for a while. We hadn't heard from from Rob from Cali for a while. So we had speculated that y'all had finally met up. To exchange hands and like killed each other by mistake. <laughs> oh no! And I, and glad to know. Man, glad to know like, that that's not the case. Glad to know that y'all brothers is still oh, yeah. with. The way Tobias, the way Tobias uh, handled on Facebook is the way you should handle. It. Like if if you see somebody make a post that you don't agree with it, you just show them where they're wrong and keep it moving. But what Rob tried to do, he tried to make it personal. It's like, dude, you don't know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know where I'm, where I'm posting that. You don't know what I do. You know what I'm saying? Just, if you don't like what I post, you can make your comment. But when you try to make personal attacks, then you're going to bring it somewhere else. And that's the only thing we do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why Rob, we thought, Rob like, you know, younger generation. we thought maybe y'all, you know, you know, had invited each other to an exchange. <laughs> no, so. man. God bless <laughs> that, man. He got, he got enough problems just trying to get his speech out. So it's all good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Y'all silly, man. Y'all silly, cause y'all, cause y'all know Rob. He he holding on the line next, so Rob about to get the last laugh on all of y'all. <laughs> hey, but Kurt, man. Right, I'm, gonna me, I'm gonna let him get off. Well, before I get off, though, uh, uh, Dave, I want to say this though. Now, if we really could do this, and it's not about LeBron, but I'm just gonna be honest. Uh-huh. Of course, the the top the top fifty. That's about the foundation of the league, like to get up the top fifty list. That's the top fifty. Yeah. But if we, but if we go, it's people in that seventy-five that could be on that top fifty, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh no, 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 no doubt, no doubt. Jimmy and I talked about this, um, um, you know, last week when the list came out. 
you know, we, we, we generally don't do lists and all of that stuff, but we're going to get around. I mean, because 75 is for the 75th anniversary, so we still got the whole season. We don't have to just throw it out right after them. So we're actually going to try our hand at making a list. And on our list, some of the people from the original 50 is coming off. I mean, we're not going to be disrespectful, but some of them, you know, in the vein of making the top 75 of all time are going to have to come off. So no, Yo, we're don't you on chase yeah. on our list, B. <laughs> Don't say no plan, all right. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah, so we, we, we definitely got to do that. All right, though, but when it when it comes out, we'll 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 let everybody know. We'll alert y'all to it so we can put what it out wait, and get slandered Jimmy, by everybody who, who's coming, on social media. Who's coming on? Dolph Cave. <laughs> yeah, <that's racist. laughs> all the all them do, all them Dolph Cave boys gotta come off. <laughs> I appreciate my boys. I'm yeah. gonna continue to listen to the show. All right, man, no doubt. No doubt, Court. All right. All right. Let's take our right. let's take our last call so we can finish this out and land this puppy. Uh we got Rob calling in from Cali. What up, Rob? What's wow. good, yo? What's good? Yo, good to see B Austin back. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm blessed, brother. I'm I'm blessed like uh like magic reform. That's good. That's good. That's good, man. You know, I, shout out to Tobias. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, we can do a podcast. He don't want to do nothing. You know what I mean? You know, he out there burning up in the desert. And your boy, and listen, that dude that you said before me, man, he don't know nothing about football, about sports. He's talking about put Ronnie Pete in. We are, come on, man. You, you should be talking about Holly Robinson Pete. Why are you talking about Ronnie Pete, man? That's his biggest accomplishment in life. Uh, hey, hey Rob. We, Rob. we were just I joking, man. We were just naming every black quarterback we think of at the uh, moment. But, <laughs> but what's up, Rob? What's up, man? agree about Holly Robinson. Read? Do I had a poster when I was an t- adolescent? But anyways, man, yo, um, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I I uh, I I do I do want to say this. Thank you, B. Austin and and, and Dev and Jimmy for coming on here and actually speaking truth about Jalen Hurts. I, and I think I know I can diagnose the Eagles fans because I'm an Eagle fan myself, but it's almost like Eagle fans got a got a Rocky complex. Like we always want to root for the underdog, but not everybody's Rocky. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, Jalen Hurts. My bad. Now I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just looking in the chat. Uh, shout out, shout out to my homie Keith, uh, Neil's husband. He said nobody said Vince Evans. <laughs> we were digging names out of the dirt. Hey, yo. <laughs> Shout out to the GOAT, Vince Evans. All right, my bad, Rob. Go ahead. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, man, Jalen Hurts is trash. I told everybody when the season, before even before the season starts, I said I don't expect nothing for the season. I'm just going to look at the prospect and see what we got from here. All these Eagle fans say, oh, you ain't a real fan. You're a hater. Don't move from where we, we win. Don't move from where we lose, you know. And, yeah, same stuff you used to say to us. I feel you. And 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 and, and what happens? You know, Jalen Hurst is, is who he is. He's not a. He's a. He's not. He's not a. He's he's a average quarterback. But That's what, what I was about to say. Know, like, I don't think Jalen Hurts is trash. I you know I just Jalen Hurts is just not the future. He's not a franchise quarterback, nor was he drafted to be, and. 
you know, I guess they thought he showed a couple of sparks in his four games last year, so it was only fair to give him his shot. That shot might have run its course at this point. I mean, yeah, but what did he show? I don't knock the brother. I don't knock the brother either. Like, you don't have to have a strong arm to be a great quarterback. Shout out to Drew Brees. Shout out to Joe Montana. Shout out to the God, the Lord, the legend, weak arm himself. Chad He's P. my man from the Jets. Chad P. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. <laughs> the God. The weak arm. Shout out to them, man. But, boy, terrible. <laughs> Y'all terrible. And, and at least those guys were accurate. They had to be accurate because yeah, their arms sucked, right? Their arms sucked. I mean, you know. yeah, they aight. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather have what was that dude's name? His little uh, new self, uh, Jeff Garcia. At this point, man, like you well, know, Jeff Garcia was a quarterback. Yeah, he was like, good. That's, he was that's good. Not, yeah, about to say, that's not really a good comparison. Like, if Jeff Garcia was in his prime right now, like, hell yeah, I'd rather have Jeff Garcia. But that's neither here nor there. I, I just don't – I don't think the dude is trash. But I think whatever, you know, they needed to see, eh, they might have seen enough. I mean, if he keeps starting, I'm not going to be mad at that either because, you know, if, if if they feel they need to give him a year, then give him a year. Give him a season. But I don't think they are. And I think, you know, they were just waiting to get Flacco out of there so they can bring Gardner Minshew up so he could, in their minds, probably hopefully give Jalen a, a run for his money, at least in practice, so they can justify putting him out there. But we'll see how that goes. Cause I, don't, I don't think Gardner Minshew is a bum either. You know what I'm saying? I think Jacksonville, their eyes got big. When Foles was available, they oh, we can get a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and they went down there and put him over there, put him, you know, over Minshew, and Minshew, in my opinion, was balling when uh, when Foles was out. But you paid Foles all that all money, right, so me, when he came back, you had to put him back on the field. So, you know, I don't think either one of them. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say something real quick. I just want to put these numbers out here for you, Rob. So, um, in his first 11 starts, right? So, so Hertz has 11 starts so far, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you compare his first 11 starts to Carson Wentz, they're really not that off. Now, again, everything is statistics, yeah. but it's just it's just thing to look at. That Carson Wentz's first 11 starts, he had 11 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Um, Jalen Hurts has 15 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Uh, Carson Wentz had 25-63 for yards. Jalen Hurts has 26-35 for yards. Carson Wentz completion percentage is 53, Hertz is 56. In terms Damn. of like rushes and rushing is yards, it's not even close. I thought, like it, was, I thought it was higher than 56. Yeah, 56. Um, 56 completion so percentage. Rushing, completion percentage is 63 Damn. versus 56. It's nice. Um, rushing is not even close though. Uh, Hertz had 32 rushes for 81 yards. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. Wentz had 32 rushes for 81 yards. Hertz has 112 rushes for 633 yards. Um, Wentz had one rushing touchdown, and Hertz has Hertz eight got rushing touchdowns. <laughs> got like 19. Yeah. yeah That's man. another so thing, it's, though. Jalen, think I don't so, see him. I see you, Jalen. I see. I see. Once you get, once y'all get down low in in the red zone, oh, he definitely pulling them RPOs because he likes to score, and yeah, so I think he likes to be able to say. I'm 85% of his offense because that's what he's going to hang his hat on when they try to get him out of there. 
will say this. Rob, 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 real quick. Real quick. Total touchdowns, um, first 11 games, Carson Wentz had 12. Jalen Hurts has 23. Um, Jalen Hurts has 3,268 total yards, and Carson Wentz had 2,595. And they both had 10 turnovers. So what, J- what Jimmy is telling you, if we give him another season, he might be in the mix for the MVP next year. I, I don't. I don't. In theory, in theory, but in practice, listen. I don't. Bo- I don't. Bo- I don't. Bo- I don't. I don't. Come on now, dude. Like he's inaccurate. Doesn't have the. Mi- and and, and, I, and I might give him. I might give him a an out because he has a horrible, a horrible coach, right? But the thing is, corniest of all time. Huh? No, I'm huh? reading something in the chat. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm reading the chat room. I, and it's like, it's like, bro, yeah, like, cool. I, I, he's, I mean, listen, in the draft, I want to say about this. In the draft, keep your eyes on Sam Howell from North Carolina. You know, I'm a North Carolina fan. Uh, he's, he, he's projected to be high in the draft. Maybe the best quarterback that. in the draft. I'm not sure. The, I really the, like the, him. The, his left tackle is a friend of ours. Me and Jimmy went to school with his mom through, like, first through 12th grade. Their yeah, left tackle. He got to keep Howell straight. Yeah, please, please keep Howell straight so the Eagles can hopefully cop. I, I, I will say this for basketball. I will say this for basketball. Uh, and, and, by the way, if you take anything why, that I say personal, your ass is just emotional, okay? Why don't you go stand outside with the protesters at Netflix? That's all I got to say for the last guy, last comment. Ooh, anyway, um, yeah. Dang. Talk about me in the physical. Get out of here, bro. Get out. We're grown, man. Get out of here. Grow up, nigga. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Podcast. But um, uh, well, I, I saw the NBA anniversary. I want to ask y'all something. If they allow Dennis Rodman to be, because I'm on some of my Lakers real estate, if they allow Dennis Rodman to be on the 75 anniversary team, what about um? Shouldn't they allow like Dwight Howard or even the kid Bay Matumbo? No, they, they already had there. one LGBTQ representative in Dennis. They didn't want to put Dwight. Nah, Dennis is fluid. But anyway, but but no, but who can't? Well, well, sure. This other game. Come on, dude. Like, still, but but doesn't even matter. But still, like, there's other guys who contribute to the game, other than uh uh, uh that that even though it's like. Even though, I mean, to pull like this, this, I mean, I know we got Clay Thompson there, the Clay Thompson not there, but I don't know. I'm just disappointed. Not I, I, to be on that team. Oh, this is this is uh, what you call prejudice against light skin folk, but it's all good. Okay, I'm, I'm nah, not. I don't think that. Clay Thompson deserves to be on that team. I don't think Ray Allen deserves to be on that team. Um, I don't think Dame Lillard. I don't think Dame Lillard deserves to be on that team. Um, no. Like, what, what's your case for Ray Allen? Why do you think Ray Allen deserves to be on that team? I think he's full like well. Uh-huh. To me, he's like a, and 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 y'all could and, and, and we could argue this. He's like an evolution of what Reggie Miller was. You know what I'm saying? He took what he he took what he did. He just ev- evolution, and he was just. A, you know, he was he he was a, a star shooter, real star nah, shooter. Let me tell you what. Reggie Miller was a leader, Ray, alpha. Ray was Ray, what, Ray, Ray, was Ray Allen. Ray Allen was somebody who was more skilled than Kobe, but decided that 
all he wanted to do was just stand on the outside and launch three instead of using third, all of that. Be the third fiddle yeah, on teams where he oh, could have been on. where he was. At, hey, I mean Ray Allen had his years early, um, but even even in his, his Bucks years, like you know, there was still some deference there to to Big Dog Glenn Robinson when he was there. Um, Sam, I think he put up his he best beat. numbers in Seattle. Um, but Ray, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I don't think Ray deserved to be on that team, man. The people are going to look at, Dolph Shade. but it's, I, but it's a lot like with, with Jimmy talks about, he talks about moments because people who vote for this stuff, they're looking at moments. They're thinking about moments. So you're thinking about Ray hitting that, that, that game six shot, one of the big, biggest shots in NBA finals history. You think about the moment, but you don't think about the fact that he was like the sixth option on that team. You know what I mean? So, so, so I, so I get that, but you know, I just don't think Ray, I think people are giving Ray props for what we thought Ray should have been and, you know, making him that, I guess he, they look at him as one of the top shooters. He's a top three point shooter in NBA history, probably for another half a season. Um, you know, until Steph takes that from him. But for me, it's just not enough. It's not enough. (laughs) I see. I see. I see. I, I mean, he's definitely a better, better, better player, you know, than than Dolph Shays. But at the same time, no, I don't know about foundational that. impact. Foundational impact with Dolph. I, 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 you know? I don't know about him being more skilled than Kobe. I mean, like, I don't. I, don't I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you old, you're, you're a diehard, you know, Laker fan, but. I don't know if I've ever seen a shooting guard with more skills than Ray Allen. But yo, the reason yo, why you the need to so, be shown, so the, point, the reason you need to be yo. shown, Rob, is our exact point. He had that, he but didn't he didn't have it. the dog he in him to go out there Here, and show here Here's what I want you gentlemen to do. Here's what I want you gentlemen to do to see why I'm just making comment on dogs. If you Google Dolph Shays top seventy five, you put that in your Google. I want you, I want you to look at the first website that comes up, and that's why Dolph Shays will ever, Dolph Shays will forever be on a top list for the rest of eternity. If you just Google oh, Dolph Shays top seventy five, tell me, Google Dolph Shays top seventy five, and you tell me the first website that comes up. Dolph Shays, yo, Dolph Shays, yeah. S-C-H-A-Y-E-S. Time's and those are the first people that give him a congratulations for making the top 75. And I ain't saying nothing. I'm just telling you that dog. Oh, team. my. Okay. F-C? He's connected. I didn't even know that. He's, he's connected. Yeah, I, see what, you, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> he's connected. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Tell me, yo, I said that for the highlights. They were hilarious. <laughs> yo. But that's the thing, though. Like when you go back to those dudes, though, you can't look at it from a from a today lens. Like all of them dudes, like none of them dudes are better players than Dame Lillard. But Dame Lillard shouldn't be on this list. Like bottom line, Dame Lillard shouldn't be on this list. And I'm a huge Dame Lillard fan. Dame Lillard ain't top seventy five in history of the league because I mean, you know, it's more than just Joe. Yeah. But no, I, I get what you're saying though. But when Dolph left, yep. Dolph had, you know, he, when he left, he was like the league, league's career leader in games played, foul shots, attempted, made. Uh, he was a hack, too. He was a league, league leader in personal fouls. Um, 
12-time All-Star, all that kind of stuff. So that's the thing. These people from back then, and I'm not talking to Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy knows it. I'm not talking to Jimmy. I'm talking to people out there who, who have no respect for – we're just using dude as an excuse – I mean, as an example. But when he left, he held a lot of the league's records. So, like you said, he's yeah, always going to be a foundational he, member of yo, teams like a, this. But when you look at his highlights compared to highlights now, you're going to be like, yo, these dudes couldn't dribble. These dudes couldn't shoot. <laughs> it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Oh, Go ahead, Rob. Make your last point, man. We got we to gotta roll. We short the time. Okay. A couple more things we got to talk about. Make oh, your last point. Okay, okay, my Lakers is playing terrible right now. I'm not going to uh, overreact. Like, I'm, I'm kind of upset, you know. Um, but, you know, I would say, you know, just, yo, man, this guy, this guy even though I didn't want Russell to there to begin with, you know, um, hey, man, I just let's, let's just watch, let, let them progress. Let's watch them play together. You know what I'm I mean, saying? he's here now. You got to work it out. He's here now. Nothing you can do about it. They, they got to work out, but they got to go back. They, they got to change. They got to change. And I want to hear Jimmy time in on them. You know what I'm saying? It'll be awesome right now. Please jump in. They got to they, they gotta go back to playing defense, something. They got to get a slow. Because I know, you know, half court, they got to they gotta go back playing defense. They got to go back to what they do best. But the thing is, is that. They leaders you know, hold got, shit. Who can defend? Like, y'all can, like, kill that LeBron as a defender type stuff from the moment he had. Kuzma, of all people, pushing him out to play some defense on somebody, it was a rat. <laughs> no, was a rat. no, 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 I, I, I never, I mean, the last two, two years, he, he, you know, he, he's, his on-ball skills hasn't been up to that part, but, you know, the rest of them, man, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I still wish they would have kept drumming last year. They would have never got the white duck. They should have kept drumming, but I don't know what happened with that money or whatever. All right, this, but Rob, this we point get, in Lamar's career, he shouldn't have Jimmy to. Jimmy, give his, uh, he'll give his opinion. Wait, wait. Just, we gotta go, Rob. We only got a few minutes left, man. We gotta go. So holla at yeah. us next week. Call in earlier. We appreciate your call, man. All right. Peace. All right, y'all have a safe Halloween. Peace. You too, Halloween. Fuck Halloween. But um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So Jim, what happened? Uh, real quick while everybody was on the Grizz Nae. Yes, sir. No more dog shade slander. I'm gonna chill for a minute, but I already proved my point. But while you were on the Grizz Nae, <laughs> yeah, Extreme Technology. Go to DigitalExtremeTech.com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and say year. Um, but shout out to Digital Extreme Technologies. So while we were on the Grizz Nye, uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers negotiated the return of Tom Brady's 600th career touchdown ball with a fan um, after Mike Evans gave it to him after catching the touchdowns. Guess wrong with Mike Evans? <laughs> well, he didn't know. He was just giving ball the ball. But my thing is this. They sent, like, the ball boy or Tom Brady's trainer or somebody over there to negotiate with the fan at the game. Dog. I would have looked down there, probably told dude the EAD a couple of times, because there's really nothing for you to talk about with me right now. Like, you sitting here yeah. offering me gift certificates in the gift shop and all that kind of stuff. Dude, all right, this conversation's over. Here's my number. Give it to Tom Brady. 
have him or his people call me directly and we could talk about something. Like, with with something like that, you probably don't even stick around too much longer because you got a lot of Koloffs in there who might want to do harm to you because you don't want to give Tom Brady his ball back that's worth more than your life right now. So you probably get up and roll. You know, forget the game. Yo, you just measure ball right. You ain't no ball. Yeah. (laughs) It don't matter, man. What he got for that off of a two-minute – off of a two-minute negotiation with the ball boy was was silly, and and I I, I think dude is real stupid. For I'm gonna tell y'all what he got real quick, um, for Tom Brady's 600th uh, career touchdown pass. Uh, wait a minute, I had it up here. I think I lost it. All right, I think I lost it. So we're gonna have to go back to that. But all right, here it is. Here it is. I'm sorry. All right, so they gave this dude <laughs> they gave this dude uh they gave him two signed jerseys and a signed helmet from Tom Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey as well as Mike Evans game cleats, plus a thousand dollar credit to the Buccaneers store and season tickets for the remainder of twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. So this is what – all of this wasn't even negotiated at the time that he gave him the ball. At that point, they had gave him like a $1,000 credit to the Buccaneers store. They gave that to him, and I think the rest of the stuff, they're like, all right, we're going to give him this because ball's stupid, and we don't want to get bad press from everybody else for just giving him $1,000 to the Buccaneers store. And then Tom Brady came in in the, in the 11th hour and, and gave dude a Bitcoin. Bitcoin is worth what now, Jim, about sixty-three grand. Yeah, but yeah, that's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. Tom Brady is in his forties. He claims he want to play for another few years, and he might be able to do that. But the fact that he's that that old, Tom Brady might get carted off the field one of these days. This could be the last hundred touchdown uh, milestone that he'll ever hit. So this this could end up being big, you know what I'm saying? If I'm dude, I treat this like a Powerball ticket. I'm not jumping out there right away to tell people that I won. I'm going to, you know, secure the services of a lawyer. I'm going to let it ride for a little while, and we're going to negotiate. You're an idiot to me, man. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything yeah, under a million dollars is unacceptable. Yeah, As we talked about on, on Tissue in the Tape, man, Koloff Culture gave that ball back, not dude. Koloff culture gave it back. Yo, cook ball whole life. Like you said, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to keep cooking. I'm going to keep cooking. I don't know what ball works, but anyway. Yo, um, <laughs> well, he could be worth a little weeks, more. I mean, the AKAs, are, are the AKAs the one that go to the school? Are they the schoolies? The schoolies? Yeah, whatever they do. This, yeah, the, this, the pink, and black, pink and green skiwee chicks. Like the schoolies. So the schoolies, they mad at Amanda Seals for wearing uh, their paraphernalia on Insecure. Um, you know, they, 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 they cut at her. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's mad corny, but I'm not surprised, you know. I didn't understand it because weren't they the ones that wanted to be closer to white? They had to light, light it in a picture bag. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I don't even know what they're saying, but the director is saying, like, you know, just like, like any other business, you got to get clearance to do that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, this is, you know, this is a black show. It's being portrayed. Like, I, I, you, you would think people would be kind of happy, like, that you're 
organization is being portrayed on the show, but I don't know. The director, I see what they're saying, but a lot of the people were just saying, because they're going to jump on this now, saying, okay, you're supposed to get the rights to do that. But all the, a lot of the criticism before that was just saying Amanda Seals, the actress, is not an AKA, so she shouldn't be wearing AKA paraphernalia. That's the simplistic approach that people took on social media that day. But now they have some I mean, the because the they didn't get permission The director and producer got permission from the organization for her to wear. They got but they're saying that she didn't. And it, it, that was a, what, what they said originally. Oh. But now they're saying yo, that she yo. didn't get permission. Yo, we got, Which we, everybody we got like else is going to jump on now, even though they were talking some simple shit before that. <laughs> yeah, we got like two minutes left. So I don't even want to talk about the two like that. I want to bring this up real quick. Enos Cantor called out Nike, said they're afraid to speak up against China and called them all hypocrites. And he wore some shoes. I just want to say. Some homemade shoes yeah, that said yeah. uh, uh, modern day slavery. And he called out Jordan and LeBron. Told them to take Yo, a stand. I just want to tell Enos. I want to tell Enos Cantor that the day that he stops playing basketball, he gonna like we we oh, gonna not hear from him again because Enos, Enos Cantor be out here like messing yeah, with him. Yeah, we not him. When Enos Cantor retires, tell Borg, don't go anywhere near the Autobahn Ballroom. That's all. He done. Hey yo. T- tell him not to go anywhere near the book depository or repository. <laughs> tell yeah. him not to go anywhere right. near the balcony hey, yo, or right, the hotel last story, in Memphis. Last story. Last story. <laughs> last story <'cause laughs> they have drawn. So last story, yo. A Kentucky high school is under fire because they posted videos. They had a man pageant during homecoming festivities, and the, the uh, old coach dudes looked like they enjoyed it way too much. So, uh, yo, but did fire. you see what they were doing? Um, it was called a man yeah, pageant man, because they had the dudes dressed in like like strippers, yeah. and they were giving lap dances to the staff. Now the real girls, yeah, it was, it was sick. they had them dressed in Hooters cost, uh, costumes, and you know they just wilded it out all around. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, how do you not think that through? Like, we're in 2021. Right. Never mind. All right, I'm so off for having a little bit of about- fun and doing stuff that some stiff people would, you know, complain about. But they took that a little too far, man. They like like boys giving lap dances to the men on the faculty and like, come on, man, they're doing too much. They're doing too much. Yeah, man. All right, man. So tell me about what happened uh, today in sports history. All right, today in sports history, and I definitely gotta get this out because you know it, it's we gotta uh, shout out to the ladies today. So that's brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Go to our website and get your copy of Sports the Book written by War Room Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. But uh, this date in sports history, October 28, 2018, the WWE held the first female-only pay-per-view called Evolution from Nassau's Veteran Memorial Coliseum in New York. The event marked the first-ever pay-per-view dedicated solely to female talent in WWE history. Also on this date... Did they make sandwiches? <laughs> October 28, 1997... The NBA announces the hiring of Dee Kantner and Violet Palmer as the first women to officiate a major all-male sports league. So we got to give it up for the ladies, even though they're two of my hated, most hated officials of all time. Um, <laughs> shout out to them anyway, and we'd like to give them all a big salute for these historical Mama moments, man. Ladies. Let's get the hell up out of here. <clears throat> Yo, we got to get out of here. Um, time is running out. So to make it very, very brief, everything we do, you can find at warroomsports.com. Just go to warroomsports.com, find podcasts, webcasts, books, everything you can find. 
But listen, man, as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the words of ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.